I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. And we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast, day two, coming at you from the 40th annual National Sports Collector Convention. And uh, I feel like my next guest, my first guest today on day two is, is, a, is a guy that I've known my whole life. But I probably I really just met him. So, yeah, like two seconds ago. It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's it's always good to meet a new old friend. Does that right. make sense? Yes, sir. This is Tyler Murphy. What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Man? Let me shake your hand. We haven't yeah, even shook sure. hands yet. Pleasure to be here. So this is your first time at the National. First trip. Yep. What what brought you out this time? Like what what made you say, "Oh my God, I gotta go"? Honestly, Twitter, man. Yeah? Just wanting to meet everybody um, that I interact with on a day to day basis. It, sure. It's been really cool. Met a lot of great people. Looking forward to meet a lot more. So. So you got to hang out with Coker and the fam last night, doing a lot of great things. Yeah. Uh, so. That just goes back to that Twitter game and, and the hobby fam and everything, all those hashtags you guys see. Tell me about what that experience was last night, getting to hang out there and, and just having having hobby fun. Honestly, if it was the only thing I did this weekend, that would be enough. Sure. Uh, but now I get to take all of this in. It's crazy. I mean, everything. I, I'm overwhelmed right now, just looking around. Uh, so when you what, you came in, what door did you come in in the front? Did you come in like like... The, the side door or the front door? I just uh, We came in through the, yeah, the side door. So so know. when you walk in and all those auction houses hit you right in the face with, oh, my God, look at this stuff you'll never be able to afford. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, like, it's a little breathtaking. And then as you walk back further, um, you uh, start to see things that you didn't even know existed. Exactly. Right? So my, my advice to you is how long are you here? Two days? I'm here three days. All right. Three days. Don't buy anything today. Nothing. Don't okay. buy a thing today. Take your time because what's going to happen is you're going to buy something on, on row 400 and then you're going to get to row 800 and you're going to go, oh my God, I, I, I missed this. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Don't buy anything today. Check it out and then take mental notes or write it down or whatever. Then go back and get it go because because if you blow your whole wide on, on today, you're going to be really bored and upset on on, on Friday, right? right. So. Walk around real sad Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no one wants to see anybody sad at a card exactly. show, right? <laughs> so and you've had like a like a change of attitude rate recently. Like you kind of been like I remember when you first following you on on Twitter, you, you kind of were a little uh, hyped up and uh, maybe a little quick on the trigger. But you've you've come you've come a, around a lot. Yeah, for sure. So what's up with that? Oh man, um, I think my faith has a lot to do about Absolutely, it. Absolutely, okay. And just, just putting kindness first, you know, sure. and and think it's more about me. It's more about the person that I'm disagreeing with. It's mm-hmm. more about it's 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 about everybody. And, and I think my faith has really played a big role. Sure. In in me changing my attitude and perspective towards things. Now it's 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 I am. You've heard the phrase "I am second. Right. With the hobby, it's I am third. Okay. It's if I can give T. Cove and Aaron Rodgers auto, I'm going to give him an Aaron Rodgers auto because he wants it more than me. You right. Know? right. If I can give a guy I've never heard of a one-on-one auto, that's what I want to do. It, sure. it, it's about that's how you progress the hobby with kindness, not right. this back-and-forth bickering over all these silly little things. You know, uh, It gets it gets silly, doesn't it? It does. It, it gets it really real does. silly. In the grand scheme of things, yeah, it does. So uh, if you guys are keeping count at home, that's two days in a row that I've kicked off the show with a man of faith and i just want you to understand uh this is important to me because you guys all know that i'm a man of faith too so uh this is this is a, a message 
a message of kindness and respect and, um, and integrity that I really want to be pushing right now because to, if, to be completely honest with you and if you, if you disagree Tyler tell me it, like the hobby seems to be kind of a, a crap place right now yeah. with, with all the negativity agree so if I can push the opposite that's what I'm going to do right so it's important to me to have guests like you on who, who see that right plus it, your beard game is strong man and, and it used to be stronger <laughs> I got to catch up with my baby brother again I call him a baby brother he's you know definitely not size of a professional wrestler right now <laughs> But, yeah, I, I rock this shirt today. I can do all things mm-hmm. just so people, you know, just to be a light, man. That, that's what this is all about, sure. just to be a light in the hobby for people that may be in some dark times and some dark places. So Absolutely, absolutely. So um, that hobby fam, that, that hobby training, that hobby uh, that hobby life, you know, they, we're, we're all about that. Um, I can't say that I'm a fan of all the hashtags, but they're there. Oh, <laughs> man, I don't, I don't think I use one hashtag. Well, I used one this morning. It was hashtag wish you were here mm-hmm. or somebody that wasn't there. Somebody that couldn't make it, but that, that's about it. I stay away from the hashtag game. It's yeah. not my thing. It's not your thing. Yeah. So, but that train, that for real though, that hobby train gets rolling, yes. and we like this is the meeting place for everybody. Right. Again, highlighted by what you guys hang, you hung out with Coco last night, and just like a ton of people that that you've probably all spoke on Twitter thousands right. of times, right? Or you know, Facebook or whatever, and you're finally getting to meet each other for the first time. What's that like? Like, what's that? You know, I thought I'd be nervous because I, I'm really an introvert. And, sure. and so I thought I was going to be really nervous meeting those guys. But it was honestly like meeting family. It yeah. honestly was like meeting family. And so that that's the great thing. And there, there's family that's not here. Um, Kyle and Craddy, I can mm-hmm. shout them out real quick. With the kindness, with the racks, like those two guys have been like very integral in, in what we do with, mm-hmm. with the racks of kind, random acts of kindness. So, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about collecting because that's what we do here right yeah, yeah. so what, what do you collect Tyler I collect Braves Atlanta Braves cards mm-hmm. uh, uh, mainly modern Andrew Jones is my guy he's my favorite player of all time got to meet him in April so that was amazing um, did you ask him why he spells his name with a U I didn't <laughs> I, and I'm mad at my mom because my middle name is Andrew uh, and she spelled it with an E and not uh, a U well, the right so. way I'm sorry right yeah exactly exactly uh, so yeah Andrew Jones is my guy I you know I love Braves Tar Heels, you know, mm-hmm. those are my, my two big ones. So so let's talk about the Tar Heels for a minute, right? Yeah. Because well, more recently with uh, Panini Products getting their collegiate license, you see a lot of their uniform, right? Right. That's good. But before, you, like, the Tar Heel, the Tar Heel to Duke ratio in basketball sets was night and day because they're definitely more successful Tar Heels in the right. NBA, right? Right. I mean, am I wrong for saying that? More recently, Duke has kind of yeah. come along, but yeah, overall, overall yeah. in the history, yeah, right? For sure. I mean, you could like name name a Tar Heel, and they probably were semi successful in the NBA, right? Yeah. Right, and then all those Duke players were kind of hit or miss, right? Yeah, yeah. and like Jay Billis comes to mind, Elton Brand, Jay Williams, right? You know, those kind of guys. Jay Williams probably could have had a beautiful career he could have, yeah. if he wouldn't have got injured, but like it was all over the place, crazy, and. um Tar Heel fans had a lot to go behind, but the one what Duke could hang on to was Grant Hill. Yeah, of course. And Grant Hill, I, I'm going specifically here because even as a Tar Heel fan, you have to give Hill 
credit because he is very underrated in the hobby. Oh, yeah. And he was going to be the next guy. Yeah. And, you know, I was ready to accept that. You know, when Jordan hung him up, it was like, yeah. it's Hill. Right. And unfortunately, you know, the, the knees, you know, he couldn't keep up. But my goodness, man. Right. Like, he, he, he's a really underrated guy in the hobby. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I, don't, I feel like more people should be, like, paying attention and collecting. I agree. And, and they give Penny to love, Hardaway. Yeah. And it's not Hill. And I think it's because Hill stuck around for so much longer sure. than Penny. So, yeah. That's nuts. So, Braves, you got a Braves outside of Andrew Jones, who is just the, the wrong answer. Do you have a, another player that you, you shoot for there? Man, I, I chase Acuna. I okay. can't afford him, but right. I chase him. <laughs> and, you know, I, any of them really. Dansby, Ozzy, sure. my boys love Dansby and Ozzy and Acuna. And so mainly all my Braves, I collect Braves, but they take all of them. So. I see, I see. But, what about those old guys like McGriff and, and Maddox? And, uh, I, yeah, Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz, yeah. uh, Wallers, even Wallers, Steve yeah. Avery. Yeah, I, I barely remember them, but I know them enough to kind of appreciate what sure. they did you know, Absolutely. in the mid-90s. Ron Gant. Oh, yeah, Ryan Terry Gant. Pendleton. Otis Nixon. Otis Nixon. <laughs> Fat Pack shout-out to Otis Nixon. <laughs> That's crazy. Otis Nixon gets a shout-out <laughs> on the show. All right, man. Um, so what are you looking here for on the floor then? Honestly, I want to leave here with a, with a vintage Aaron. Okay. Um, and, and just to meet everybody else, honestly. Those sure. are the two things. Um, and Gary Vee. I want to meet Gary Vee. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna he, he's not hard, man. He's, gonna, he's down at the beginning of 400 yeah. or something okay. like that. And you can just but those are the three. I, I'm going to get a little flack for wanting to meet Gary Vee, aren't I? Yeah. That's nah, all right. Everybody, you know what? I, I went ahead and took a selfie with him yesterday. Or Ussy. Is it called an Ussy? If it's two of you, is it an Ussy? I think it's an Ussy or Toosie. Or Toosie, okay. Because it's, it's definitely not a selfie. Right, right, exactly. All right, sweet. We'll go with an Ussy. We'll go with an Ussy. Sounds a lot better, so yeah. So I, I did it, went ahead and did that yesterday. I got them lined up for Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. But All right, so my advice to you again is don't don't buy anything don't today. Buy. Okay. Figure out what you want to buy. Okay. Okay? And then just take time to take this all in. See everything. Go over to the main stage. Watch a show over there, you know. Have fun doing what you're doing. And, of course, just... Uh, be cognizant of what's going on around you for sure because you're going to miss something right right so that's my advice to you tyler thank you so much for stopping by oh, thanks so much man it was thanks an for honor. being positive you guys hang tight we'll be right back hi this is matt salmon host of the wax ecstatic podcast you are listening to beckett radio and hey make sure you've got fat packs for everybody guys we're moving right along that was tyler murphy from Twitter, he's a he's a big big Twitter fan, a uh, big part of the hobby. But now we're sitting down with a hobby legend. When I say legend, I absolutely mean it. As she as she shakes her head, no. This is Suze from Tops. What's up, Suze? How are you doing? What's like something below legend, like hobby dignitary? Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe is that, that, is that does that put does that make you uncomfortable when people say that? Because a little bit. It always because like. I, like, obviously, I love this hobby, and sure. you know, I work at Tops. I used to work at Beckett, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. I don't view myself as any better or different than anybody else. Yeah. You know, I'm just a big collector. Yeah. Who got lucky to you know also work in my hobby? Sure. So I don't know. I think it's just weird calling me a ledge because I didn't do anything. Like I didn't start a movement. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, I'm just like I'm just the collector. So I feel the same way when people call me a hobby ledge. I'm like I I didn't do anything. I didn't I didn't make or create anything. I didn't. I mean, it's weird. So I threw it out there to see what would happen, and I, I you did what I thought you were gonna do. You shook your head no. Yeah. So that's cool. What's going on at Tops this year? What's going on at the National? Um, You know, Tops has Pack Wars. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to any place that ever had a Top Pack Wars, you've heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what it is. That's why we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, in about a couple of hours, it's going to be loud and crazy and amazing. Yep. 
and I cannot wait to put get some Advil in my system mm-hmm. beforehand. Um, but you know, we have so. One thing we have is a collaboration with Gary V. We have this new set that's on sale, and you know, same. It's like the other curious sets we've done. Gary picked the players, the designs, the mm-hmm. subsets that went into it. We also have our living set cards for sale, the 150th anniversary card sets for sale, and the artist Greg, who's made like speaking of, now. This is why I don't consider myself a hobby legend. Greg has done of portraits, this amazing artwork of baseball legends. Mm-hmm. Lou Gehrig, Jackie Robinson. Like, I don't belong in that kind of stratosphere. <laughs> That's why I'm like a hobby dignitary. I got you. Um, so, but the artist is going to also be here this weekend, and we have Hunter. He's going to be signing some fine prints. Hunter Green is going to be here signing. Chef Graham Elliott's going to be here signing. So, we have a lot of things going on. That's really cool. Graham Elliott is a huge collector, and people don't yeah. know that, right? I mean, I guess maybe if you follow his Twitter feed, you might you might pick up on it, but. He's a huge collector. You guys brought him in for this kind of kind of thing. Are you gonna like try to sneak any recipes from him or anything? Oh, uh, well, maybe. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm I'm an okay cook. Okay. I, could, I could get by. And definitely, if I have a recipe, so maybe I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Graham, tell me your best recipe for." And I don't know what yet. Sure. I'm pretty basic when it comes to my foods, right. but I want to get something good out of him. Yeah, I definitely got to get something good out of him. And then Hunter Green, that's that's huge. He was a was a top two pick last season. You know, yeah. he, he he's he's sitting there. I know he's got an injury right now, but he's going to recover. He's going to do great. He he awfully people who have Tommy John surgery often do very well on the on the back end of that. And I'm excited to see what he does because he's a young prospect who can not only throw the ball but can hit the ball out of the park too. Yeah, and like, and I know we talk about baseball, but like, honestly, he's such a good guy too. Mm-hmm. Like, I adore him. Like, sure. every time we've worked with him, he's been absolutely amazing, and he's always such a good guy. Mm-hmm. And too, what's cool is like he brings his family with him. So it's like you know sometimes you have like entourage. His entourage is his mom. That's cool. <laughs> like, so it's it's really cool. That's really cool. So let me ask you this: What's been your favorite tops product this year? This year, yeah. Huh, that's a good question. I'm trying to like rack my head around like all of the to- like the top products we put out this year. Um, probably Stadium Club. I'm always a big fan of Stadium Club because yeah. like I love the imagery. And you know, this year getting to see, you know, it's cool because like I used to work on Stadium Club. I used to be the editor that would pick the images. Now there's, there's a new editor who's mm-hmm. done it in the last couple of years, and it's just cool because while. Yeah, like as a collector, you're just ripping the packs and you're not thinking this deeply into it and you see all these really great images. Mm-hmm. For me, I see it in a different way because I could see like the sort of like artistry that goes into Absolutely. the creativity that goes into the different people who've worked on the product. Sure. So I can so what resonates like a picture that would resonate with me that I would put on a card might not be the same for like the person working on it now and they see something different and they have a different like like creative outlook and they're picking different images and it's really cool to see that transition and like kind of see like what from the baseball field catches their eye sure absolutely that set is my favorite set this so far this year too again because of the imagery it's such an iconic set to me mm-hmm. it, it came out in what 92 93 for the first time something like 91 maybe and yeah. it's been there my whole life and I love it. And yeah, I absolutely. It's, it's a really, it really is a fun set. And I love this year too how they added those oversized box toppers yes. to it. So yeah. you have those, the, like the five by sevens or whatever size they are of those really dynamic images. Sure, it's absolutely great. Those box toppers are I, they're five by sevens, like you said. I feel like they're underrated in the hobby. Like people don't want to move them because they don't want to have to ship that. I think they're great. I think they're absolutely great. They're cool. And if you could get those signed, like, in person, too, mm-hmm. like, they would look amazing. Absolutely. So let me ask you about Tops now. How do you guys 
pick what, what the Tops Now moment is going to be. So there's a team of people mm-hmm. that work at Tops that essentially have like a group chat of okay. sorts. Uh, we use Slack, but like, so everybody's like in the Slack channel kind of like throwing out like, oh, we saw this moment or saw that moment or this person tweeted this really cool stat. And, you know, we're watching Sports Center mm-hmm. and MLB Network highlights and, you know, making sure we're going through, combing through all like the stories so hopefully we don't miss anything. We also have a, uh, a Facebook group for Tops Now so mm-hmm. anybody can join. And if you see moments for like your team or anything, you could like throw it in the Facebook group so that this way we want to make sure we're not missing mm-hmm. the greatest moments that happen. So anybody could join our Facebook group. It's literally called like tops down <laughs> so <laughs> come join the facebook group absolutely and uh submit your moments that you see every day that's really cool so not only is it like in the moment but it's also fan interactive as yeah. well you guys have done a great job with that yeah it's it's a fun program because like every night like with baseball you never know what's going to happen right so if something crazy happens and you could you could tell too when something crazy happens it's like the chat the chat like starts lighting up and everybody gets really excited about it sure so what about the wrestling ones or the or you guys went outside of baseball you have wrestling moments like can you tell when the when the moment is picked or the card is picked that it's, it's going to be a good seller or you know it's funny because you know we'll do those cards and mm. what we see for in wrestling especially is the women's cards do the best absolutely yeah. um so when you know alexa bliss or mm-hmm. charlotte flair or like one of them like their cards will always sell always sell well period sure. so it's always funny when something big happens with them that's that's fun um you guys your your relationship with the wwe is been it's paid dividends i think for collectors because you guys are really on the inside of what's going on i know that we spoke a couple i guess about a year ago actually and you were talking about having hunter and stephanie down and you know them being a part of it that that means a lot to wrestling fans knowing that they're involved because uh they're they're in the process of what we're seeing on the back end of it so that's really cool have you got to work with any of them specifically that you were that like it was a really cool moment for you no not the wrestlers no. like we haven't they've like we don't have they've never come in the office or anything like okay. that so i personally haven't worked with them but we we like our wwe brand team has yeah. worked closely with wwe to like yeah. you know get the autographs and have all like making sure like we're putting out the best products so what about ang let's talk about that first of all i gotta apologize to you because you guys at the Tops Conference, you had your, uh, was it Nate won the, won the thing, and I, I spouted off. I was kind of pissy that you day. You did. And so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I w- but I, I will totally admit I was completely wrong. And I was completely wrong. So, um, And the hobby has, has proven that out. It's really been cool to see the reaction to that. Uh, Nate's doing great things with, with the hunt that he's doing that for, and you guys supported a great family and a great cause. So uh, I apologize. I appreciate that. And uh, But let's talk about Allen & Ginter because, like, it seems crazy to me this year that I it's an there's an egg card that sells, and I don't understand why. And But you guys put together this crazy checklist, and it's always fantastic. It's very eclectic. And how do you, how do, you do it? Yeah, so our brand team, like, I'll tell you this. Like, we, we're already talking about, like, next year's Ginter. Like, who, really? who do we want to see in next year's Ginter? So it's the kind of thing we're constantly talking about, always looking for different opportunities, always looking for something popping up. And, yeah, it's the egg card. And then last year was cryptocurrency. Right. Like, it's, like, all these crazy things that, you know, people just find exciting in pop culture. So we always, we're always looking for that that thing, you know, to call it. And, Alan, again, there's where we can do that, you right. know, because it Absolutely. does include this, like, eclectic group of different, like, celebrities, pop culture references, you know, sports stars, not necessarily mm-hmm. just baseball. 
um, it, it, so it was always fun every year, like always saying like, who do we want to see in Allen and Ginter next? Who, what, who the collectors want to see in Allen and Ginter next? Who is like somebody crazy that nobody's even thought of that we would love right. to see in Allen and Ginter? So, you know, we always put together like a huge list every year and mm-hmm. like, you know, for, and it dwindles down throughout the year. Like, you know, we try to get deals with so many different people, but I think every year they really put out a lot of fun stuff. Like Post Malone, like who right. would have thought like his card was selling for like $600 yeah, or ridiculous. something like that. Ridiculous. I love when you guys include the comedians. Um, I'm a huge Sklar Brother fan and they were, they were in the set, what, 2014 or yeah. 15. And I saw them recently. And I could have I could have had anything autographed. I took two A and G cards to have autographed uh, for uh, Randy and Jason to sign. So I have those in my possession. They're never going to go anywhere because they're my favorite comedians. But you guys include comedians, and I'm a big big comedy guy. So that's really cool f- to me. Not to, and you know what? But that's what it is. Every it's different for everybody. So yeah. like maybe and I and I saw this a lot. Like some people like they don't love Alan and Ginter, and like mm-hmm. that's okay because right. it's one product on the calendar year, and you don't have to love it because right. you should collect what is you love so if you love comedians collect the comedian exactly if you like an egg collect the egg (laughs) card you know so and that's okay and that's what i like then that's what we like to see too because like not every card in ginter somebody's going to love sure but there are cards in ginter somebody will love right ginter x sold out right before the show sold out so quickly it's it's ridiculous so before i let you go and get back over there what do you guys got on the horizon what's tops coming up that that we need to know about oh boy it's only August, right? Right. <laughs> so, um, archives is always a popular one. Mm-hmm. That comes out next month. So okay. that's going to be really fun seeing all the old designs. Um, Star Wars. Like, honestly, like, Star Wars, the, it, there's really a lot of Star Wars products coming out, like, back half of the year. But then you look at what's coming. Mm-hmm. Episode 9 is coming. The Mandalorian right. is coming. Right. Like, we have so many things planned for Star Wars in the back half of the year. And I'm I'm personally excited because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Talk to me about Stellar Signatures then, because that product was like the ultra high end, right? Yeah. And it's kind of just a who's who of stars Star Wars. I guess anybody is a who's who when it comes to Star Wars. But how did you guys come up with that concept? You know, it was kind of like a transcendent light, I guess you could call it. You know, yeah. we did it with baseball. You know, we had it with WWE, and um, I mean WWE came last, but it was like hey, can we, we saw how popular Transcendent was, and it was like, can we replicate this for mm-hmm. Star Wars? Getting a party with, like, Harrison Ford probably was not going <laughs> to happen. So, but, like, what can we do? So we said, like, how, what if we put together this insane, crazy box filled with autographs of all of, like you said, the who's who of the Star Wars world. And right. not just the movies, but that includes, like, the animated series mm-hmm. as well. So they got together, like, all this, these amazing autographs, and even, and I'll say this, they haven't rested either, because if you look at who we've got coming, right. Ewan McGregor autographs that's are coming, nuts. which nuts. is amazing. Um, that's crazy. So Stellar was, is really a lot of fun, because like you said, it just, it's everybody. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> everybody. All right, we're going to end on that note. Uh, just so the listeners, they don't know, where can they find your so, your top social media account? So, yeah, every every social handle we have is at Tops. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you find us at Tops. Awesome. Guys, go check them out. Uh, they Suze is always best at the show. She she uh, she comes over and brings the heat, as they say in wrestling. You, you get a little heat, and it's, it's awesome. So uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Joe Davis with GotBaseballCards.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio.
we are moving right along here. Day two seems just as crazy. In fact, it, sounds, it seems more crazy than, than day one was. My next guest is Cody from the Singles Club. They have a great booth here. What booth are you at, Cody? Uh, 473 and 574. 473 and 574. Great booth here at the National. Uh, go check them out. Everything is a dollar? Everything's a dollar, in, but it's you know what we tried to do is not make it your typical dollar booth. There's very little base. The uh, most of the base that's in there is rookie cards of star players. So okay. we're talking uh, refractors, numbered, short prints, colored stuff, things like that. So we wanted to take the idea of a dollar, you know, a dollar box or a dollar booth, and sure. kind of kick it up a notch. All right. So before we get into that, let's 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 back up. How sure. long, how long have you been involved in the hobby? Oh, forever. forever. Uh, okay. You know, uh, mid-early 80s. Okay. Where, you know, I grew up as an 80s kid, so I was the uh, typical guy that was driving my bike down to the gas station and the grocery store, and, you know, there was there was a box of tops at every store, yeah. you know, in the country in right. 1985, so right. that's that's how I started. So. so what was the set that pulled you in? Um, you know, the set that pulled me in probably is 87 tops. And that's that's the answer. That's that, the that only answer. That is the answer. <laughs> like, I... I I can I can look at you know open a pack of tops now and I do every once in a while open a box of eighty seven tops sure. and you know I can see the tip of someone's spike on the bottom of a card and I know exactly what card that is yeah so it's awesome it's, it's still a, it's a I think it's a great set there's you know there's you know it's not like there you know people are uh, dying for those rookie cards but McGuire and mm-hmm. Larkin and Jackson and those guys are all they're all cool cards and right. you know everything is like that is collectible and I enjoy that stuff outside of the Jackson I do have a favorite card in that set who is it Otis Nixon. Oh, okay. He, he looks so angry. Like he. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Like what? Who? Who? Excuse me. Who pissed him off that to that degree that he he needs to look like that? We were just talking <laughs> about that last night in the hotel because I bought a box of ninety-one score just for fun. Sure. The the, the 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 pictures and the stuff was so random back then. Like, uh, who was it? Ninety-one. It was an Ozzy Smith card, mm-hmm. and ninety percent of the card was a pitcher running to second base and Ozzy turning double play and the pitcher was wearing a jacket like they did back <laughs> in the course, day right? so you could only see Ozzy's head and his arm so the oh, the, wow. the, the, uh, <laughs> the photography quality has obviously gone up about you know, a hundred yeah. times since then. You look at Top Stadium Club now. Oh like, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's nuts. It is unbelievable. That stuff is so cool but Absolutely. you know there's something to be said for the uh, you know simpler times when it was a guy you know standing sure. at spring training just looking at the camera or you know doing something random. So. Right because you need Glenn Hubbard at a python right? You, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. All right. So, uh, tell me about Singles Club. Tell me about how it got started. How it got started is so uh, me and my partner Chris um, been doing shows on and off for, since the late '80s. So back when we were both buying tons of packs, when everybody was selling the same stuff, we were doing shows then. And so we've done shows on and off. And we kind of sat down one day and we're like, you know what? You know, why don't we take, you know. The, the things that we like from card shows, which are, you know, friendly dealers, decent prices, good variety, and kind of roll that up into one small package and, and, and just do do something simple, but yet something that everybody can kind of relate to, where it's finding a nice card for a cheap price. And, sure. Um, you know, you can walk around this floor and see, you know, 52 mantles and, you know, trout autographs and stuff like that. And, and so there's a place for everything. And so we thought, let's, let's just pick something different. And for us, it was dollar cards because we like to collect dollar cards and stuff. I like to go through boxes. You know, everybody everybody likes to have a, a, a big hit or an expensive card. But, you know, it's still fun to find that, you know, random refractor from 2005 that I've been looking for for five years. Sure. So that's kind of how it got started. Your booth is like the perfect example of 
I call it a Jim Beckett booth. Jim Beckett, like, I, I don't. He might have already been to your booth, and you might not have. Do you know what he looks like? I do not. Okay, so Jim probably, if not, has stopped at your booth already. Probably will be stopping at your booth at some point this week. He weekend. likes his dollar stuff. Yeah, like he'll he'll he will scrounge a dollar box all day long and find ah, something so for much him. Fun. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, and he, that's what he enjoys. Yeah, and we and we tried to make it like I said, make it so, you know. We can all go through a dollar box for five hours and find that one, mm-hmm. but we tried to, to turn it on its head where, you know, there's going to be a lot of good stuff. Um, sure. You know, not everybody comes in here, you know, with their uh, with their wallet making so big that they got to take a trailer on it. So it, it's fun right. to be able to find some stuff you really like. And, Absolutely. You know, everything has its place in the hobby, and we're trying to kind of fill a little spot, and people seem to enjoy it, and we, and we like doing it. It's a labor of love. So, so what, what are you guys doing? Like, where are you getting your stock from? Oh, we get it from everywhere. I mean, we we we're still collectors, so we open stuff. Okay. Um, we trade, we buy, we just we look forever. You know, we started planning for it. You know, six, eight, ten months ago, and just kind of look, keep keep our eye out and try to find some good stuff. And you know, we open cases of cards, and there's always there's always some decent stuff in there. So wherever we can find it, we're, we'll take a look at it. Awesome. You guys bought stuff on the way out, right? We did. We uh, picked up a couple uh, collections on the way out. We figured we're, we had to have a truck anyways to bring our stuff out. So <laughs> we're like, let's let's, scrow- let's, let's scour eBay and uh, all the all the online auction places and see if we can find something. And we did, we did grab a few things, and there were some cool collections. We tr- we're trying to, you know, we don't want to have all, you know, 2017 to current because not everybody collects that stuff. So right. we picked up a few things that were we, we were kind of lacking in the, the vintage area, and these collections were older. So it seemed like a good thing. And so we, we picked them up in the truck and threw it all in our uh, hotel room the first night and went through and tried to find some good things to add to the add to the booth. So it was awesome. fun. It's awesome. fun to do it. You know, if you, if you don't really like going through that kind of stuff, this would be an awful way to to, <laughs> sure. to do the show because it takes so much time. Right. You know, we we, we can uh, you know some people have some great booths with a showcase with twenty cards in it that are unbelievable, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's easy to put together. This is really hard to put together and yeah. time consuming and heavy. And we right. all moved case about five thousand box of cards, but it's it's a good time and you know we're enjoying it. Is this your first national? Oh, we did last year too. We did last year in yeah. Cleveland. This one, how do you think the spacing is on this on this one? Like, um, you know, everybody, we, we had heard that it was really tight, and uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think it's so bad. The the only the, it was it's a little more difficult. Uh, moving in was harder than it was in Cleveland. Yeah, and uh, you know, parking's a little different. But as sure. far as in here, I don't know. It's okay. It's a little it's a little tighter. So, in Cleveland, obviously there there were aisles that you could drive trucks through. You right. Know? So it was nice. Uh, this is looser than it was two years ago here. Okay. I, I was surprised when I walked in and I saw, hey, there's a little more leg room. This is a little tighter. Uh, what I was getting at, though, is, is foot traffic by your booth. Like, do you notice people stopping and looking or are they just kind of glancing? Yeah, no, we, we our traffic's been good. It was really good last night. We try to kind of keep people up to date on Twitter and on Blowout with what we're going to have. And yeah. everything that we tweet out and show pictures of is in those boxes somewhere. So we had a, we had a good a good group of guys and, and gals that uh, – we're at our booth last year, and they came back right away. And then, and then a lot of those people came back again this morning because we're having new inventory every day. But yeah. the traffic's been good. I'm just walking around here. It's, and yeah. I, I know Thursday is not usually the best day, right? Uh, from what I've been told. But I think it, you know, it's it's good so it, far. It's pretty good. I think Saturday is the day, you know, because yeah. you know everybody can get off work or whatever. And right. Come yeah. Down no, and it's so. been. I, I think it's been good. Um, we've had a couple times where it's kind of been. We tried to figure out the best way to maximize our space. Mm-hmm. Um, but we you know we've had uh, people to walk by, and you know some people don't want to sit right next to somebody and go through a box of cards, so they just they just keep walking. But come by a few times, there'll be there'll be plenty of space. So yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so what do you collect? What do I collect? Like, um, I like to collect, again, I'm an 80s kid, and yeah. I collect, uh, you know, I'd like to say I collect high-end stuff, but I collect weird oddball stuff. Like, sure. I like, you know, I like, like, 80s stuff. Like, I, I'll like 80s wax a collection of you know one of every yeah. box through the 80s and then when we get into the 90s it's just weird kind of those weird basketball inserts that were oh yeah know, those cut were like 900 edges and refractors from the 90s and um numbered and colored stuff from like tops chrome football so um i'm probably not your typical collector and the fact I'm, i like weird stuff you know sure. just the oddball sets from i like those you know those KB sets that we yeah, all had yeah, as a yeah. kid, and so um, that, that's kind of stuff that I like. Yeah. yeah, and then I keep as much as my wife lets me, and sure. uh, you know. So my next question was: Is have you ever picked up a collection or had something that like you really wanted it, but you know you should probably move it? That I should what? That you should probably move it and, instead of keeping it? Oh, oh yeah, all the yeah. time, all the time, all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's hard. You know, I'm a I'm a regular working stiff, so this is kind of my my fun time. Yeah. So. If you buy a you know a pricey collection, sometimes you gotta part with some things that you don't want to to be able to keep keep the stuff that you really want to. Absolutely. So, yeah. But Absolutely. We've we've all been there, right? We look yeah. at one card like, gosh, <laughs> I got one card, but I really want another card. How am I gonna get that money for that? So, so my thing is like, and it's really insignificant. It's it's the '87 Bo Jackson, right? Yeah. I have 25 of them. Do I need 26? No, but I'll buy it. That, you know? That's exactly right. <laughs> I have. So I remember, you probably, you know this, the, in the 87, the Mattingly with no trademark on the all-star card, uh-huh. like I opened, I don't know, 10,000 packs of that stuff <laughs> between the ages or from the years 87 through 90, never got one. Right. I, we, I bought a collection from just this guy. It was a small, it was like 80s and 90s stuff. So just, he was just cleaning out his garage and it sure. was a, a low end kind of deal. There was like 13 of those in there. I don't know. He must've bought them at a show or something. Oh, wow. So Yeah. So when you ask about what I collect, I collect eighty-seven uh, Madden with no trademark. <laughs> you know, street value of ninety-seven cents. That's funny. Yeah, but it's a cool card, and uh, you know, like I said, I love I love the eighty-seven set. Absolutely. All right, before we get you out of here, yeah, uh, can you please let us know your uh, social media information? So yeah, we're at Dollar Cards on Twitter. Uh, when we go on, we're Singles Club on Blowout. So uh, yeah, take a look at us, and we kind of as as we get ramped up here towards the weekend we're going to add new stuff every day so we're going to keep keep updating pictures of what's going to be available and i'd love to see people out here but it's booth 473 and 574 uh singles club tons of good stuff to go through everything's uh the same price one dollar so you don't have to ask me right. you don't have to there's no negotiate well there is some negotiating but uh there's no uh there's not a lot of wheeling and dealing that goes on we want to make it easy and fun for everybody awesome uh, it'll, it'll probably be the easiest um, if you're at the national. It'll probably be your, the easiest card buy you buy be, you make because it's a dollar. You yeah, bring up uh, <laughs> three cards. I can count to three, three dollars, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're uh, you're good to go. Awesome, guys, uh, go check them out. If you're here at the national, tell them the fat pack sits you down there. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be right back with another interview. Thanks, man. This is Rich from Rich and Deals. You're listening to Fat Pack on Beckett Radio. Again, day two of the National is just as busy as day one it was, uh, a little bit more so because people got more time to get on the floor. We're rolling along with our, uh, with our uh, interview guest. And next is Kevin from Historic Autographs. You guys know Kevin because you've heard him on the podcast before. He's got great products that uh, he puts a lot of heart, time, and passion into. That's why I'm, I'm happy to talk to him every year. So what's up, man? How are you doing? How you doing, Eric? All right, you got you to get a little closer. Okay, sorry. There you go. I forgot I, with all the noise going on behind yeah, me, you, you right, don't know. Exactly. Um, so 
I did move you around. You were, you were busting my balls a little bit. I moved you around <laughs> a little bit. I'm sorry about that, but I'm happy that we got you here. I'm happy you had enough time for me, honestly. I, all kidding <laughs> aside, I, I like being here. So. And tell Tiff that I'm sorry. I know it's Tasha. Tasha, I'm sorry. Tell, I'll tell them both. I, yeah, tell them both for me. I, I'm sure they'll like it. There's your business partner, Jim. Uh, does Jim want to join the show? Jim, does, do you want to join the show? Jim says no. He puts his hands up. Jim and says, does no. not like to be taped or voiced over anywhere. He doesn't even do our YouTube channel. Doesn't do anything. So no. what, what's going on with Historic Autographs? Man? Well, Historic Autographs is, uh, we're happy to be here. The big dogs are all around, and, and the, the buzz is all, in the room is always with the big pack giveaways. Mm-hmm. But we are... We are really moving forward. We have changed uh, business model slightly since last year. We are doing so much more with cards, straight up cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally released a, our first set of baseball cards. It's called the Federal League. Okay. They look like 1914, 15 Cracker Jacks. Sweet. They are um, all colorized. They're beautiful. They're absolutely awesome. beautiful. And we have, uh, we call it the Rainbow Parallel Set. We have red, Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, and okay. we, you know, so on and so forth. Each numbered all the way down to one-on-one one cards. Uh, but for us, the most important thing in that set is that we did one-on-one art cards with some of the biggest names. Sweet. And they're all hand-enhanced. We have an artist on staff now. Right. And, you know, you can get Babe Ruth and Joe Jackson, and they're gorgeous. And they come inserted one in every, you know, three or four packs, something like that. Or three or four boxes, I'm sorry, three or four boxes. But every box contains either an autograph mm-hmm. of somebody that played in the Federal League, an original... Cracker Jack of a Federal Leaguer, or what we are calling the rookie class from mm-hmm. those two years. Okay. And we get, those include Babe Ruth, Harry Heilman, Rogers Hornsby, George Sisler, uh, Red Faber, and Dazzy Vance. Okay. All huge names. Wow. That's nuts. So tell me about, like, from inception to when a product goes live, what goes into it? Because Chaos. That, yeah, because that sounds chaotic. It is. Uh, I mean, when you start dealing with vendors, uh, printers, designers, uh, concept, the, the beginning of a product could just be somebody says a phrase and you're like, wow, that could work. Right. Um, uh, simply put, uh, my business partner and I, four years ago, we're talking about draft box, you know, drafts. And we're like, how cool would it be to make a draft product mm-hmm. where the boxes are numbered? You take off the top sleeve and it says number one overall drafts. Sure. So, I mean, you're like, wow, that's great, but you could get Michael Olaconde. Right. You know, it's, <laughs> no one, yeah. But it, it's good and bad. And then you could go, you know, Guys that were drafted after uh, slot num- uh, the first round, and you'll be like, "Oh, who wants that?" But when you look at it, there's some great players that mm-hmm. were drafted. Tom Brady, right. <laughs> you know. So it's, but that has been four years, and we've never been able to get around to it, right? Because it takes so much to do product. And what we found is, we're better served as a company to listen to our collectors. Sure. And our collectors have told, you know, shown us that they don't want a straight cut card product mm-hmm. um, unless it's high end. Kings, fantastic. People love it and they want more, and I'll do it. But that's all high-end pulls. Sure. They don't want something where they could get Michael Olakande or, you know, for you Sixers fans out there like myself and get hurt with a Markel Fultz. Um, they, don't want, they don't want that big high-low hit. They're okay if, if it's high dollar and they can pull Babe Ruth but only get pie trainer. They're sure. okay with that. But what, what I'm finding they're not okay with is – you know, spending $40, $50 a box and getting a $10 slabbed autograph. Sure. So what we try to do now is develop a product so it takes longer, maybe a couple more months than mm-hmm. what it would have. And our big products right now, of course, are the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody out there that collects historic products, the new Civil War product is coming. It'll be out by November, and it's going to be called Civil War Divided. Okay. And we are on display here. We have both two Abe Lincolns, 
and that's at least two Abe Lincolns that are going to be in the product. Wow. We're still buying, so I can't set price. Right. We already have two uh, RE Lees. They're in the product, but we're still buying. Same with Grant. We have two, but we're still buying. McClellan, uh, Frederick Douglass, all the guys you can think of, we already have in multiple, sure. but we're still buying. All right, I don't want you to give away your secret here, but where do you source that kind of stuff? I mean, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I spend, I honestly think I spend at least 20 hours a week in auction. Really? Um, I try, I, I don't run buy ads. Uh, I think everybody that runs buy ads to say the same thing. Paying sure. top dollar, paying top dollar. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody's paying top dollar. The rest of the people are lying. Right, exactly. And it, it's hard to battle that because... You know, I'm not flashy. I'm, I'm just a regular old guy. So I'll just go and pay what I need to pay and get the items because I have a price point. And if, sure. I, if you don't meet my price point, I pass. Okay, I got you. So the Civil War products, again, that's, that's very prop- popular. That collecting base is pretty pretty crazy as it is. Because yeah. that, that's something that, that, you know, they do that because they, they're really historic buffs, right? And, right. I mean, I... I I'm going to guess and go out on a limb here and say you're a history buff as well. So, Well, I'll, I'll tell you, the one thing about the Civil War is, of course, Confederates are always more expensive. Yeah. Um, less of it survived. Right. Because, you know, uh, <laughs> William Tecumseh Sherman burned half the South. Right. A lot, a lot of uh, documents were lost um, and autographs. And when, you know, when homes got burned, everything got burned in them. So you right. got to think about how many hundreds of autographs of these men from the years prior to the sure. war, they were plantation owners, the generals, the Civil War generals. So, I mean, that's really the start to draw, but what we're also doing in this year's product is we're gonna put in Civil War coins, oh. and because mintages were down right. during the Civil War, because right. you know, metals are being used for other things, they're much more difficult to find. Uh, we're gonna go everywhere from the penny to the gold coin. Okay. Uh, we actually are trying right now to work in even a second series of coins that aren't vintage but modern. Sure. Where you also could get gold coins. We'd like to add gold in them their boxes. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I got I to gotta know, um, what's the craziest autograph or piece of memorabilia that you've ever put in a card? Oh, Joe Jackson. By Joe, far. Yeah, by yeah. far? By far. Okay, tell me the story. Well, we bought a Joe Jackson from Heritage Auction. Joe Jackson piece that had two and a half autographs on it. Okay. Um, we It was on an envelope, and it, apparently he was practicing his signature uh. to sign something for a kid, but he left it on the envelope, so when he sent the kid the envelope, it had the two and a half signatures on the back. Sure. And what I did was cut the three signatures separate. Sure. Put one full signature in a product, took the, the Joe part of it, mm-hmm. and put it in a product with just Pete. So it was Pete and Joe. Oh, on the nice. Cat. Heritage has sold both of those cards. They were pulled. Right. Um, and the, the, the full signature went for like 35000 And the dual signature sold multiple times between like six and 8000 Okay. Uh, the third signature, we had slabbed and graded. And we sold that our, you know, through Heritage. Sure. Um, and that one got like 38000 Okay. But yeah, that by far is the most expensive piece. As a... As a I, I'm assuming that you collect as well. So like as a guy who sees a Joe Jackson autograph... How do you not say I want to keep that? I kept the one for a while. For a while, <laughs> I kept the one for. I mean, a while. I don't. I, eventually, you sell it, but I mean, still, that, that's that's crazy. It's such a historic name in baseball, and, and, well, and I'll tell the story of a gentleman who, who I know, it, it, and a, more than an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Um, he collects art. Yeah, and he collects a lot of art. Uh, he could open a museum, and this is no hand to God. He could open a museum. Um, the amount of art he has is staggering. Sure. But what he says is he can't have a piece on his wall for more than two or three years. Because although his art is beautiful and he loves it, 
if he sees it enough, mm-hmm. he wants to see something new. Sure. And that's the way it is. I, I collect Jimmy Fox stuff myself. Yeah. I collect multiple items and Richie Ashburn. I keep them all in boxes because if mm-hmm. I display it, I get tired of seeing it. Okay. And, yeah, and that's and that's just that's me. It's a personal thing. Sure. So for me, I I'm, I would rather a rotating gallery because you get you get to see more things. Absolutely. So I have had presidential autographs. My, you know, I, we've owned every presidential piece. Very know. nice. So to me, that's so cool because I know I'll see it again. Sure. And, and it'll come back through, right? Right. It'll it'll come back. So the, it, all these will come back around. I'll get another Joe Jackson. Sure. I mean, I've held Joe Jackson's Black Betsy, so I'm okay. <laughs> there you go. That's a good story too. So what's on the horizon for uh, for historic autographs? You, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, Civil War Civil divided. War be, that'll be this year. Okay. We are doing two other project projects prior to that uh, that we know of. We may do more. That's my wife taking pictures. Oh, Don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> I didn't know if it was Tiffany doing media. <laughs> Tiffany should be over here doing the media for us. No, that's okay. Um, for us, 69, 1969, okay. is, we're promoting it here. It is a 100-card set that commemorates all the different achievements. 1969 is a huge year in history, sure. world history as well as American history. For us, that big project is uh, pack only. We're okay. not doing slabs, all right. but the autograph list is mind-boggling. Okay. Well, you just think about the events. Most people will say moon landing. Mm-hmm. So you have those three astronauts. You have Neil Armstrong, big ticket. Uh, Buzz Aldrin, not a huge ticket, but still a $100 piece. And Michael Collins, he's about a buck and a half, $200 himself. Right. But then you have Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Now run the list of people that were at Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. And you could just, just headline Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin, value-wise on autograph alone. And there you, there you have it. But we're doing a lot of the Woodstock people, not just, you know, we're doing Sly and the Family Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, all of them, as many as we can get. I don't know if I can get everyone, but I'm definitely getting the headliners. Then we are doing, um, you know, things like this. The Beatles had their last live Out. concert yeah. in 1969. It was the one on the roof of the, uh, mm-hmm. um, the record, right. record place in London. So since that, we commemorate that by putting all four of their autographs in. Now, I don't know. We might have multiples. We may not. We haven't finished the buying yet. Mm-hmm. But they're at least going to be at least one of each of the Beatles. Nice. Then you have presidents. Dwight David Eisenhower died, so he'll be in there. Judy Garland died that year. She'll be in. That's a big autograph. Um, Nixon was elected president, so he's in. And LBJ was in office beginning of 69 until LBJ or until Nixon came in, so he's in. You look at baseball. Willie Mays got a 600th home run. He'll be in. Mickey Mantle retired. We already have 25 of his autograph in the product. We have um, Thurman Munson, who was a rookie. We already have three of his. There is such a big, you know, cross section of autographs that we have put in here. Sure. Um, now, yes, it, the autographs aren't going to be one a box. They're going to be probably one every three or four boxes. Sure. But price point will dictate why. Right. If I was to put one in every box, price point's going to be 120 bucks. Sure. But if I can do it every three or four boxes, you're looking at 40 bucks a box. Right. But the inserts are going to be fantastic. The cards are beautiful. Uh, over the past year, because we have shifted to be a more, we want to call it, you know, be called historic autograph and cards. I've had a design team, um, social media person, Tiffany just showed up. Um, we are we are excited to open a new chapter, but we're still keeping our roots. We're still doing originals. I mean, every people that love our product love the originals. Sure. Because we are making the old new again. Right. right. And so we're going to continue to do that. Um, just, so you, just so I get it out there, if anybody here is at the National listening to this, stop by our booth, 
We're booth 662. My staff loves to talk about it. You can hear I love to talk about it. We get excited. Um, and, you know, all our products, our most current products are here, and we have a lot of great promotions and freebies. I know you love the freebies out there, world. All right. Come to the booth and see how you can get something for free. Awesome. Now, I got to ask you, though, you said 69, you went, you went through a hell of a checklist, but I got it. As a Seattle guy, I got to know any any pilots in there at all because oh yeah because the pilots were, yeah we're, we're going to we're going to put in some but here's the problem with that pilots team mm-hmm. it was, they suck they suck they were horrible <laughs> they were right terrible <laughs> outside of Lupinello what do you do you well, know that's what I'm saying is I I want to they are represented on a card okay and, and you know they, they are represented as a one year wonder yeah um but what we do have are the championship teams okay the, the uh, Mets are in there of course you have to have the Mays and Mets sure uh, and Baltimore's in there so okay and those teams are loaded um. I don't. What I don't want to do is water it down too much. But of course, Lupinella is already in there because I think he won Rookie of the Year that year. Right. So, I mean, he was already going to be in the set. I and I don't, I'm not trying to insult the pilots. But no, you don't have. I mean, they're represented by a card, but maybe not by autographs because we are trying to keep the autographs. Absolutely. To be, yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. I understand. But Wait. we're doing the football teams and the basketball teams as well. That's good. So That's uh, awesome. we're doing, because basketball is a crossover year, we're doing, the Lakers were in both of those those finals. Mm-hmm. But one year they played against Boston, the other year they played against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So all, we're trying to get all those guys in. I, you know, Will Chamberlain's in it. Awesome. Also, Roy Campanella was elected to the Hall of Fame that year. He's in it. Wow. So, I mean, you could just see, I'm just coming, these are names that sure. I know are in there. It's just a whole crap ton of great names. That's awesome. All right. Uh, oh, I, one more product I wanted to go over. I had um, we have a new company make our cards for us. Okay. And their team is so excited to work with us that they spent two months designing a brand new uh, booklet card for us. This thing is solid. Like you can't bend it. It's not. It's not. It's not little league anymore. It's major league. Beautiful. It's called sure. triple play. There is not one person that has come up to our booth that has looked at that card. Those cards. We have um, examples on display. That hasn't been like, wow, I'm buying this now. Oh, wow. Um, some of the ones we have on display are like the all-time hit kings. Rose, Cobb, and Aaron, all in the same card. We're doing the same for, for um, uh, home runs. Mm-hmm. So we have a Bonds, Ruth, or Bonds, Aaron, Ruth card. Every card has a connection, but some of the ones we're most proud of are we are uh, paying homage to the military. Oh, cool. So uh, one of the cards on display here is Earl Johnson, Mr. Shylock, the Hall of Fame umpire, and Jocko Thompson. They all won the Silver Star in World War II. Oh, wow. You have to be a badass. Yeah, you have to be a badass. To win the Silver that. Star. Yeah. And yet these men came back and played ball. Wow. Um, it's, it's, it's a different time. That, that won't happen again. But these men, so many men, put their lives on the line. Uh, we're doing a World War I card that's going to have Ty Cobb, um, George Sisler, and Branch, uh, Branch Rickey. Okay. Rickey was their commander. Wow. Cobb was under them. Wow. You know, so, but I mean, that's the kind of stuff we want to do. We want people, and that has value because everybody knows Cobb. Sure. But I want people to know that there are Hall of Famers and just regular men out there that you should consider as more than just, oh, that's a two or three dollar, four dollar autograph because you don't know. I want people to educate themselves. Mm -hmm. So every box will have a little tag in it saying, this is why we put them together. These guys did this, they fought in the Pacific Theater in World War II. And that, pardon me for the language, but that's shit we can't understand. Right, right. You know, that that, that is real life, life and death stuff. And right. they went through it. Right. And we need to we need to look back and say, you know, sometimes people are more than just what their autograph sells for. Right. And, you know. That's really cool. 
as a military guy, I, I served uh, in. Well, thank you for your service. No, thank you. So, if you ever want to do Iraqi veterans who have now have fat, have pod, podcast, I'm your guy. Oh, you I know? thought you said that we're not fat. I was going to say I got a few of those friends too. <laughs> yeah, we're, we know there's a lot of us that. But well, actually, you know, it's funny. A buddy of mine uh, just been promoted to general. Oh, and awesome! I asked him. I said I want to do modern heroes, mm-hmm. and he's like, I got to run that up the flagpole and chain of command to see if I'm allowed to sign something. Ah. serious. So I, I kind of stepped away from it because although I want to honor these men, I do. I, I would, I'd have no problem putting you in a set. I'd have no problem putting you in, you know, doing that because I believe that all people that serve in the military should be honored. And if you don't, I, I don't tell the whole thing about loving America. Everybody loves, should love America in their own way. And I'm not going to be mm-hmm. on the, I'm not on a political bandwagon. Sure. I love my country and the men and women. I, most of my friends and family have served in the military. Right. I'm ashamed I didn't. And I will say that wholeheartedly. Sure. But I'll tell you right now, I will fight tooth and nail for those that did. Thank you. And what I want to do, honestly, not through this product, but through another product is I want to find a lot of times finding a charity to connect to is difficult because mm-hmm. certain charities they have minimums. Right. Like you can, we won't let you put our logo on unless you get this. And we don't do enough for that. So I'm hoping to find like local, um, a more localized one that's just happy to get a check. Sure. Because I do want to be able to give back to the, you know, the military veterans that have come back that have had issues. Have you ever heard of signatures for soldiers? No, I have not. Okay, they're, they're near you, actually. They're not far away from... Look they're, at you they're, getting they're in this building. something. Nice. So uh, they're actually, I'll take you over and introduce you to Tim. He's not far away from where we are right now. And uh, he, but you said he's in. They're in Pennsylvania. Well, um, well, they're they just moved. They're they're in Florida now. However, however, the work that they do with veterans, and uh, so they sell they sell autographs, right? But well, it, let's put this all together, and I I will make sure it happens with Triple Play mm-hmm. because Triple Play will have about a thirty percent rate pull rate, maybe twenty five percent pull rate of these military cards. And what I, I want to do is I want to utilize that to be able to say every box sold, we're donating X amount of proceeds. Absolutely. To, I, I truly want to do this. From sure. the bottom of my, my co- I, I will be honest. My company can't afford to do it mm-hmm. because we don't make a lot of money. Everybody out there thinks we make a lot of money. We don't. Sure. I don't, I, I don't live poor, but I don't live rich either. Sure. And it came this past year a couple of times where I was afraid to make payroll. Sure. But I, if you don't do right when you can do right, Right. You are not a good person in my book. I got you. And I want to live by that. So let's you. get this happening today. Let's make that happen. All right. Uh, we're going to get you out of here. Social media, please. What about it? Where's, where, where can we find you? Oh, come on, man. Where's my media person? <laughs> I, I have people for that. You have people um, for that. I know we I, I know at Twitter Historic is Autos. At, at Historic Autos. Yeah. I know we have an Instagram account. We now have a YouTube channel. Okay. You get to see this beautiful mug that awesome. was made for radio. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> and, of course, you can go on Facebook. And we have a website. Awesome. www.historicautographcompany.com. Awesome. Thanks, Thank man. Thanks, Kevin. Do you have time to bring me over to... Uh, yeah, certainly. One second. Hi, this is Matt Salmon, host of the Wax Ecstatic Podcast. You are listening to Beckett Radio. And hey, make sure you've got fat packs for everybody. All right, guys. I'm uh, back here closing out day two of the National. I'm back in my hotel room. I realized I didn't do a close for the show on the show floor so i wanted to go ahead and uh get this all done for you if you can hear it in my voice it is weak i am tired man this has been fun so far this is a a, an old school national card show feel there's a lot of buzz on the floor and it's fun to see uh this time around show two we had uh kevin 
from historical autographs on. We had uh, Cody from the Singles Club, Suze from Tops, and Tyler Murphy all sat down with me, uh, all for great segments. I want to thank each of them again for stopping by. We had a great time. And uh, it's really going to be that short and quick on the close here because I have another day. I have three more days of recording to do. So um, just thank you for, to everybody who, uh, who joined me today. Thanks for all those hanging out and listening. And look for another, another episode very soon. Day three is stacked too. So, uh, guys, I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back very, very soon. Until then, cue the Drake.